0: At james.crid.land, I'm James Cridland, the radio futurologist. This week, why you're wrong... ...to pull your radio station out of TuneIn. Welcome to TuneIn's headquarters, located right here in the heart of Silicon Valley in Palo Alto. Last week, US broadcaster Entercom decided to pull its streams off TuneIn, the radio aggregator. From now on, the stations will only be available on Entercom's own streaming website, Radio.com, and the Radio.com smartphone app. David Fields, the company's CEO, said, We're committed to making Radio.com a leader in the digital audio space. And seemingly, this is the way he's going to achieve it. Now, I've said before that we should lessen our reliance on tune-in. The radio industry doesn't own it after all, and by and large, they don't particularly care about us. However, I've never advocated pulling your stations off tune-in because it's the wrong thing to do. Pulling your radio stations off tune-in isn't a financially clever thing to do. The bulk of radio station revenue comes from radio listening, not from internet activities. And if you can increase your total listening hours by 10%, then roughly speaking, you increase your revenue by 10% as well. Coopers published a piece recently showing their predictions for the growth of radio in the Australian market. And there's plenty of growth in internet. But even by 2022, the company reckons that internet activities will just be 17% of total radio income. So put simply, the best financial strategy for your radio station is to get more people listening, to make your radio station available in as many places as possible. That's where the money is, and that's where your focus should be. Putting your station off tune-in isn't clever for your listeners, too. TuneIn is the default radio provider on many smart speakers and connected televisions. Now, sure, you can build your own apps for those too, but that's expensive and it's a surefire way of losing focus. It's unlikely that your own teams are going to be talking to as many hardware companies and car manufacturers as TuneIn already are. And it's really hard to be all things to all people. When your stations are removed from TuneIn, what will your listeners do? Now, sure, some of them will go and download your own app, but many of them won't. And they'll find a new radio station to listen to. And I hate to break it to you, but there are many more stations playing your easy favourites from the 80s, 90s and now. You've really not got the monopoly on that. Now, forcing your listeners to abandon an app they've chosen, presumably for a reason, is certainly a brave test of brand loyalty. But forcing listeners to choose a provably worse app is a questionable choice. TuneIn on the Apple Store has a rating of 4.6. The Radio.com app has a rating of just 2.7. On Android, Radio.com's app has an average review of 3.5, whereas TuneIn's app has an average of 4.4. So why would you force me to choose second best? The strategy for radio apps, I'd suggest, is relatively clear. Make your stream available on every single possible device and in every single possible app. Your radio station is the most monetizable asset that you own. An appearance here is valuable for station trial and essentially free marketing. But then use your own data, your own programming, and your own intelligence to make your own app the best listener experience. A feast for the eyes as well as for the ears. Better artwork, talent photos, and connections. Higher quality streams, perhaps skippable segments, personalized advertising, unique content, and fewer ads. Be everywhere, but instead of bullying your audience, make them want to choose your app because it's the best. It's your data and your programming. So why shouldn't your app be awesome? Now that, surely, is the smarter strategy. You can get my weekly newsletter at james.crid.land and daily podcasting news at podnews.net. And until next time, keep listening.